I'd like to welcome you to a podcast called A Bible Study with Dr. Gross, where indeed the Bible is a light to our feet, gives us hope, encouragement, and instructions for a daily living. Today's topic, I want to talk about playing basketball. Playing basketball God's way. We are studying for the book of Philippians right now. And if you have time, you might want to go to Philippians chapter 4, verse 6. This Bible verse was written by a man who is in prison. He's in Rome, and he's writing a letter of encouragement to his friends in the church of a city called Philippi. This gentleman has been shipwrecked. This gentleman has been preached a message that was so disgusting to the fellow citizen members. They took him outside of the city and they stoned him, expecting him to be fully dead. He woke up from, the, from being so brutally beaten that he went back to the same city and preached the message of God. Let's read Philippians 4, verse 6 through 8. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue, and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. Right now we are entering the Christmas season. It's tomorrow is December 1st. One of the most anxious times in the United States. There's such hustle. There's bustle. There is events going on. We feel pressured that we should go to all the events. Sometimes our calendars every day is full of events. And we feel that we need to go to those. Family reunions. Sometimes you don't even want to talk to your own family. Holiday parties at work. You have to get dressed up and you know it's a political party. Going to church and the festivities they have going to all your children's events, Christmas curls, Christmas plays, Christmas concerts, and you don't have time for yourself. This is one season. If you lost a loved one, it's very difficult to deal. So anxiety is extremely high during any Christmas season. So, Let's look at this. This Bible verse gives us an answer on how to handle anxiety. If we are struggling with that, these emotions are so true. The the textbooks, the journal says that anxiety has gripped the age group of 20 to 39, so overwhelming that 80% of them are struggling with some degree of anxiety. 
And when Christmas season comes, the stress is so strong that anxiety overwhelms us. And we are going to tackle that today on the podcast. But let's look at these Bible verses in a reverse manner. It starts out, be anxious about nothing, but that is so difficult. But let's see if we can take it step by step backwards. Let's bring up analogy. And this is a, a word picture of playing basketball. On your basketball team, there are certain members on the team. Some are playing out in the field, five, and some are sitting on the bench. But they are your family. These are the people that you spend time with. You've gone out to eat with them, the cafeteria. You have been to practice. You know on the playing field what the moves they have. And you know when you're going to pass them, you look directly to them and pass them. And sometimes you know them so well that you don't even have to look at them and you can throw the ball right to them because you know that they will be there. So let's look right now to see who is on our basketball team. Let's look at these verses backwards. Virtue, praiseworthy, good report, pure, lovely, just, true, noble, These are the team members. So when you hang out with your team members, you are concentrating, you are meditating, you are writing journals about them, what is lovely, what is true, what is pure, what is just, what is praiseworthy. These are your team members. These are people that you are familiar with. And when you go out into the court, play basketball, you know the other team is going to tell you that you cannot shoot, that you cannot dribble, that your defense is terrible, that they are going to kick your butt today, they are going to defeat you. They verbally accuse you while you're playing the sport on the basketball field. Are you listening to them? Are you listening to all the curses and all the windows about how worthless you are? But are you, on the other hand, looking only at your teammates? You're talking to your teammates. What is pure? What is holy? What is noble? What is just? You are talking to them because they know you and you know them. And sometimes the world overwhelms us so much that we cannot turn out a good sport. Sometimes our game is just not there. And we feel internally worthless. We feel internally depressed and lonely. It overwhelms us. We succumb to the pressures of society. But if we look back and talk to our team members, And realize who we really are. That we are noble. That God created us for a purpose. 
He made us pure. He made us perfect. And he will love us no matter what deeds we've done. He loves us for who we are. And he will not remember our bad deeds. He will not remember our bad passes or our bad defense. He will accept us for who we are. We talk to our teammates. We come back to our basics and we realize that God made us for his pleasure. And sometimes the pressure is so bad at the game time that you are losing so bad that you have to call a timeout. You have to pull away from the game. You have to stop the clock and walk away to the game. And in a basketball game, where do you go? You go to your teammates and you go to your coach. And the coach is God. Sometimes we just have to take time out. We have to seek God and say, God, I'm in a mess. I'm losing this battle. I'm losing my feelings of anxiety. I feel that my kids are just driving me nuts. I have no more patience for them. I need a time out. Take time. And talk to God. Go back to basics. Concentrate on true thoughts, pure thoughts. Talk to your teammates. Then talk to God. And he will give you directions of what the next plan is. And don't worry about failing because you're a member of God's team. He loves you so much that he would rather have you playing on the field instead of sitting on the bench and not participating in life. He wants you out there playing, enjoying, and being in relationships with other people. At this Christmas time, it's a very high anxiety time. And I listened to several journals and articles about anxiety. And one of the topics they say, the number one thing is be involved. Sometimes we, with such anxiety and overwhelming fear that we don't even want to get out of bed. We don't want to participate in the daily activities. Our heart is desiring relationships. We are desiring to be out there. But we're so overwhelmed in our own thoughts that we cannot even gather the strength to get out of bed. God is calling you to participate in life. Sometimes when you go out to a social event, you know that you are struggling with such fear and just overwhelming anxiety that you don't even want to be there. Your heart is longing to be in a relationship with other people, but at the same time, you're so fearful and fright that you may do something wrong. This Christmas season, you don't have to go to every event. You can pick and choose. You have the freedom to do what you want to do. And when, when you do muster the strength to go out to an event, have an exit plan. Have a place where you can say, I had enough. You can go 
and go home. Sometimes going home just means gathering your thoughts, talking to your teammates, and just praying to God. I've watched a a leader, a world-renowned speaker in a big conference, and he was sitting in the front row, and all of a sudden he put his suit jacket over his head, and he sat there for two to three minutes. I asked him at the end of the meeting what we were doing. He says, I had to take my thoughts captive. I had to get back and talk to God. I had to talk to my coach. I had to get a game plan for my coach. I had to hear what God was saying. I had to withdraw, pull aside, had to escape all this activity and concentrate on God. Have an exit plan and know that God wants to talk to you. The other thing is during this Christmas season is we are so busy, have a list written down. You can accomplish more things if you have a list. You know, when you go to bed, sometimes our, our anxious thoughts are so overwhelming that we cannot let our brain rest. The sleep doctors have said that when you go to bed, write down a to-do journal so your brain can rest. You've already written down, taking out the laundry, call your friend, go grocery shopping, take the car in to get gas. You have all those things written down and you can let your brain rest. Another plan that they said is be true to yourself. Go out there and treat yourself like a king or queen that you really are. Enjoy a cup of coffee. Enjoy sitting down, and if the sun is shining, sit there in a few minutes and let the sun bask you as you sit there and enjoy your piece of chocolate or coffee. Enjoy the simple things of life. And when you're enjoying these things, talk to your teammates what is pure, what is worthy, what is virtuous, what is noble. Gather your thoughts and enjoy who you are that God made you. Here's Paul now. He starts the Bible verse by says, being anxious for nothing. Trying to outline a game plan, how to tackle that. Number one is know who your team players are. Concentrate on those. Take your thoughts captive. Number two, when you are in despair and you feel overwhelmed and the the game is just taking control, call time out. Be true to yourself. Escape. Talk to God. Share your concerns with God. And now we can look at the beginning of the verse and it says, Be anxious for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication. Let your request be known to God. When you have taken your thoughts captive, pray to God. If this man Paul, who has been shipwrecked, beaten, stoned to death, can write a letter while in chains to his friends, be anxious for nothing. I would follow his advice because he has been there. 
he has suffered. He has suffered despair. He has suffered anxiety. He has suffered jail time. And he still knows that God loves him for who you are. Take confidence, my friends, that God loves you. He will not forsake you. Take your concerns to God daily in prayer. I hope that this podcast will give you directions on how to play the game of life. Take those thought captives. I will think about you all week, and I'll enjoy talking to you next week on the podcast, Bible Study with Dr. Joseph. See you next week.